Hi. Welcome to hour two of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Want to talk music? Yes. Okay. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. So, get a load of this. A couple of Taylor Swift stories here, okay? Um, one, she was welcomed to Brazil by Jesus himself. Excuse me? <laughs> you know that big Brazil statue? Yeah, the Rio de Janeiro, Jesus on the Hill. Yeah. I think there's a name for that it. guy, there is. Michael find it. It's called, uh, it's in the story. Christ the Redeemer. Yeah, there you go. Um, So late last week, she flew into Brazil for a string of shows and her fans lobbied officials in Rio to project a welcome message on Jesus, the Redeemer. And they projected a T-shirt onto J-Dog. Okay. That said, welcome to Brazil. It was made to look like the Junior Jewels shirt that she was wearing in her You Belong With Me video. Do you see the picture, Steve? I do. I, let me say. I freaking love it. it. Let me just let me just judge the quality of the projection <laughs> top notch. That is a, a very impressive projection because it does look like the t-shirt that they were intending. Now, sure, they'll suffer suffer eternal damnation, but still, <laughs> it was fun, and it's projected. Well, I no, think very, very well done. the reason they did this, because there was supposed to be some donation of clean water and bread um, to the Pope's World Day of the Poor campaign. That was supposed to be what they did in return, but uh, I don't know if that happened or not. Okay, but in other news, this is really tragic. A 23-year-old woman died at her show in Rio. We don't know what the cause of death was, but I guess it was so hot. It was over 100 degrees. And fans weren't allowed to bring their own water into the stadium. And yeah, daytime temperature was over 100. Fans said that it felt a lot worse inside the stadium. I bet the air not circulating, you know, you've got all the people in there, which increases the heat, even if it's an outdoor venue. Right. Yeah, really, and Taylor really was sad. like tossing out water bottles to the crowd from the stage. Uh, she made sure to stop the show at some point um, to make sure that fans were hydrated. And then on Saturday, that her show got postponed because of the extreme heat. But um, I guess she addressed it during her show and dedicated a song to the young lady. Mm. So, very sad. Yeah, it really is. Um, in happier news... Much happier news. She picked up 10 Billboard Music Awards. 10. Well, that seems like a lot. She got top artist. She got um, top female artist. She got um, top Billboard 200 artist. Oh, my God. There's so many. Top 100 songwriter. That's a new category. Uh, what else? Morgan, uh, let's see. Top radio songs artist. Top global 200 artist. I mean, just, oh my God, top billboard global. 
excluding the U.S. She picked that up also. Just so many awards. And Morgan Wallen did really well. He was the big winner with 11. Country music was really represented in top new artist. Not, you know, that's overall. Yeah. And Zach Bryan took that. Morgan Wallen took top male artist, beating out The Weeknd and Drake. Do they play Morgan Wallen on hit radio stations? Like this Case 95 across the hall, do they play Morgan Wallen? That's a great question. Do they? They do. Yep. Okay. He's very country. That's kind of surprising. Yeah, but he also has, uh, I don't know, there's something about him, which he is very country and very crossover at the same time. Because there's something like you don't feel like you're listening to Trace Adkins. I do. Oh, you do. That is quite the accent. But there's something about it, though, that because you're yeah, right. I was like, does yeah. this guy really sing like this? And then we heard him talking, and he was like, well, hee haw, everybody. I've done yeah. like mud, blah, blah. I mean, he, he sings with an accent. But I, but there's something about the overall package of the song to me that feels. Can we listen to crossover. a little bit of last night? Yeah, Mike? I'll grab it for you. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, just I, just I also find it interesting. I think uh, Lainey Wilson could have a reason to be a little upset. Did you see that Taylor beat her for country female music yeah, that, artist? Yes, that, I did. Right. Yeah. That is not right. No. She's not country at the moment. Absolutely. She's not. She was. No, no. Yeah, and that Lainey Wilson is so hot right now. Okay. There's no way we last night. We all I hear is country. No, I, I hear you. I hear country, but there's something about appeal, it. Like mass That appeal. has mass crossover appeal. Yeah. Kind of like right, in a though, Florida Georgia line kind of way. Sure, but, but I get what you're saying. He's got more of a back of a pickup truck kind of guy. Yeah. But like even that with the bass line. Yeah, I don't know. Hey. Hey, whatever. Congratulations to him. I guess. And his family. Okay. Good day. When we return. Boy, last night. No way. Last night. We may look. What were you going to say? Last night. While neighbors across the way had a garage party watching the Vikings lose oh, in fun. heartbreaking fashion, I was listening to them as I was hanging Christmas lights at, I think, 10.20 p.m. What? So was my neighbor. It was a good day to do it. It was gorgeous. Yeah, but anyway, last night I did... Last night! Uh-oh. It might be tough for me to say those two words anymore without, yep, without that. Yeah, without going last you did that to me. Anyway. Hey, you did Durop to me, so now let's call it even. <laughs> I Durop. just realized something about like the infrastructure of a Christmas light situation. Like if you want to do Christmas lights, I learned that you really have to commit to an infrastructure that I don't know if I'll be able to keep up year after year. I'll explain. Perhaps I'm over dramatizing it, which so. would be a first. Yeah. Okay. That when we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Wow. Oh. Hey guys, it's Donna. I want to tell you about Minsure. I was talking to a friend last night about Minsure. It's basically Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. You could look at it like that. It's where you can compare health plans from multiple companies and where you can get free help from an expert. Absolutely free. You get set up with a navigator or a local broker and then they're going to help you through the entire process. Just, I gotta be clear, Minsure does not sell you health insurance. 
They help you find it. They give you that service for free. And they let you know that you may qualify for tax savings on your health insurance. Doesn't matter what your income is. If you need health benefits, regardless of your situation, Minsure is the only place where every plan is guaranteed to offer essential uh, health coverage. So don't wait. See if you qualify for discounts available only through Minsure. Get started today. If you need quality uh, health insurance, just go to minsure.com. Org, mnsure.org. Hey, it's us, Donna and Steve, on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. See, I could say happy holidays now and it won't be weird. Because it's the holiday week. That's right. Got my tree up, my neighbors are putting their lights up. Oh. What a journey, huh? Last we were just at the fair last week. Feels like it. Honestly, I. This is, it's crazy. Nobody wants me to say it, but. Go ahead. Oh, we're going to die soon. I know. I got it. <laughs> That's okay, the thanks. point. Get busy living or get busy dying. I tried that Shawshank line on Lou last night. Didn't go over great. Mm. It was received tepidly. Did you say relax after that? I said... Or calm down. Well, relax is worse. Well, yeah. I started with, are you on your period? Ew. Isn't that where you... I, said that. I hate that expression. That's <laughs> oh, so... I was just trying to say something more offensive. What does that mean, on it? Are you on your period? It's so offensive. <laughs> what, the, the use of the word on there or Both. suggesting that someone's not emotionally stable due to a hormonal imbalance that comes in monthly cycles? Both. Agreed. On is just sounds so... Are you on it? What's your other choice? You in it? Do you have it? Do you have your... Do you have your... Period. Happening. Wouldn't you have to say that at the end? I don't know. That's how I've always said it. Do you have your period? He's got That's, a period. But I have. But you wouldn't right say now. to a friend. I have my period. Do you have your period? Well, I wouldn't because I don't. Okay. Anymore. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the menopause chronicles. But uh, you wouldn't say you wouldn't call Amy your friend Amy and say, "Hey, do you have your period?" You'd say. Well, I wouldn't say that because it's offensive. But I would say, "Oh my gosh, I have my period. I don't feel good. I'm not coming out." You wouldn't say, "I'm on my period." That is so gross to me. What's so it, it, gross? I like it just it infuriates me. One, you're on it. The other one, it sounds like you're carrying it around like it's a clutch. What do you mean you're hey, on it? Where you your... is it? Are you sitting on it? What What does that mean? I'm so glad you came tonight. Do you have your period, by the way? Don't forget that. Do you have it? You have well, it. you don't have to say it like that. Do you have your keys? What's so infuriating do about on, a... being on it? That's, I don't know. What does that so mean? Benign. It just seems very... Non-intelligent. Are you on? I guess you would say in a cycle. It's a cycle. You want to ask me how it works, friends? I don't know how it works. All I know is there's light blue Kool Aid that comes out of you once a week, according to the Tampax commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it that recently told me those aren't Tampax commercials? They're more like pads. For pads. Yeah. yeah. No, but they'll dip it into the blue liquid oh, sometimes, yeah, yeah, too. Right. Who was it that told me recently? Where did I hear this? That somebody thought it was going to be blue. Then they had their oh, period. and it wasn't. And it wasn't. And they thought they were dying. Hmm, that could be a problem. Sure. Wow. Mom, can we have a chat, maybe? Yeah, honestly. What the heck? Jeez Louise. Wow. Why did you start talking about this? Oh, Lou, right. Poor Lou, how'd she get dragged into this? Oh my gosh. Well, I, I I I told her last night, we have various things to do around the house. We're hosting Thanksgiving this week. 
it's a busy time, blah, blah, blah. Uh, everybody's busy. But I then said, I, I'm going to go get some Christmas lights for the, for the house. And I have long wanted to put Christmas lights up in the backyard around the trees in the backyard because, frankly, I think you actually, as a person who lives in the home, you see the backyard stuff more right. than you do the front. Yeah, you like drive that. up and in. And we've got, God knows, plenty of trees back there. And I thought, that'd be fun. But okay. then what always held me back from that was I thought, golly, how many extension cords do you have to buy? If you're really doing an outdoor situation. And then you have to hide them. Or yes. make sure they're green in color. I got black ones for the front and I got the cheaper orange ones for the back of the yard where they'd be buried in the grass anyway. Okay. But still, I was like, okay. And this kept me from doing it for like the last three years was... No, it's going to be a lot of money to buy these extension cords and then the lights. And then you got to have a day of putting them up and a day of taking them down. So I came back and I told Lou, going back to Shawshank, I said, <laughs> I bought all this stuff because we got to get busy living or get busy dying. Addie's 13. She spent two thirds of her life have already lived, been lived with in our house. Aww. We're like in the, the third, halfway through the third quarter here. And I know that she appreciates the lights. Aww. So I'm going to put lights up. And Lou is very practical. She, and she said, look, when you do the get busy living or get busy dying, that throws so much pressure onto everything. Like, if we don't get the lights up, it's another Christmas gone by without right. lights. Right. You're, you're a little aggressive with I that. I understand. But sometimes, she was like, I don't like the pressure. I said, for me, it doesn't feel like, well, it does feel like pressure, but it motivates me to action of, like, we got to go. You know, I heard somebody say... Anyway, tons of extension cords. I'm getting into it. I have a suggestion. Okay. What, what do you plan on just plugging them in every night? Get a get a timer. Let like, me write that down, Donna. Okay, just, of course I'm going to get a timer. Okay, I'm not going to go in like Chevy Chase every night and plug in eight different extension cords. Hey, kids. Sorry, Daddy, before he goes to bed, I'm going to go unplug each of these individually. I don't know why I'm mad at you. I might be so, on my period. Don't ever. <laughs> But Donna, yeah, I think, yes, the timer. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was like a natural thing. I didn't know. Okay. All right. I think now a lot of people. Mean. You started I'm, out no. being nice today. Now you're getting <laughs> a, just a little, mean. just a little. I'm not being mean. No, that's condescending. A, no, that's a very good know. idea. I didn't know that that's, com- he, that's the first thought that comes to everyone's mind. I had no idea. Well, you know, especially for like a backyard, I don't okay, think. Fine. Sorry, People are going to go out and okay, unplug fine. every night. Oh. I don't know how it works. I don't do yeah, that. Yes, but they do have some okay. timers, so that's so a fine. very good, although not new, idea. But okay, it's, but it's still right, good, that's though. That's fair. All right. Um, anyway, here's the thing I heard. I'm not listening anymore. I know. By the time your child moves out of your home, if they move out at, let's say, 18, you will have already spent... 90% of the time you will ever spend with them. Right. Okay. Sure. And then it went down to like, I forget. It was somewhere on some stupid TikTok or Instagram where I saw it late at night. And I was like, what? It said like the number of days on average that you will spend with your children after they graduate from high school. It was shocking. But then we started saying like going back to the thing of does it add pressure or does it stir you to activity and seizing the day? Because the truth is the truth is the truth. Right? You can't run from the truth. So it's like True. the guy who said, you have so many Sundays with your kids, and there are two jars. One has all the marbles in it. The other is empty. Each weekend, Sunday night, take a marble from the filled jar and put it in the empty jar. And then you have a very visual understanding of how many weekends 
you've had and how many you have left. I see. And I don't feel like I have the emotional wherewithal to look at that, but that truth is still the truth whether you look at the marbles or not. So buy the damn extension cords and put the Christmas lights up. And don't forget the timer. And you should get a timer. (laughs) And we can't stress that part enough. Donna thinks I'm Chevy Chase on National Lampoons every night. I thought you have one plug and you just plug it in. I text the neighbors and I'm like, should we all go out and plug things in now? Is it the nightly plugging in of the lights? No, and I think I I even saw some. I saw one at Costco where you can like, it's, you know, they're all connected to your app now. And so Mm -hmm. you can set the timer on your phone instead of the little dials where Mm -hmm. you're Plucking little prongs out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What are you showing me? I'm showing you my timers. You have timers? I have timers. Is that why you mentioned timers? Probably. Where do you use your timers for? You have an app? I have a lot with of timers. Lights. I have an app with timers. Are these internal light timers or external light timers? I don't know what that means. Are they inside oh, of your house? In, oh, inside. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they are inside. Internal. Huh. Interior is where I would have sure, gone. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. They are interior <laughs> right. lights. It's not my internal. Christmas tree, my lamp. Sorry. I have some birch trees that light up. You should invite me over sometime. I don't think Just so. Just a tour of the I'm, house. No, I'm not giving you a tour. 651-641-1071. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge is next. You can come in the kitchen, maybe. That's it. This would be a good time for me to tell you about Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm, where my friend Mike Bryant practices. He specializes in personal injury law. And he tells me if you're injured in an accident, you have no idea how important it is to have someone like Mike on your side who's going to fight for your rights. Uh, You know, I've seen him argue a case. He's absolutely amazing. And uh, you have to remember that insurance adjusters, they're going to use anything they can to keep you from getting what you truly deserve. You know, they're going to try to give you the least amount of a uh, settlement. Mike is going to talk to you, consult with you, and he and his team can identify your damages and then they can calculate how much your case is really worth. This will provide you with a lot of insult if you are ever uh, finding yourself in this terrible position. Find Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. He's real easy to find online at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Okay, I just got an update via email from a listener named Chris. Oh, all right. Um anybody who will was thinking they would be looking for Taylor Swift with her parents and the uh, Travis and Jason parents. Slow down. Kelsey. This story's going a little fast. All right. Anybody who thought that their parents were meeting tonight <laughs> at the game, uh, it's not going to happen because what? she had to reschedule a show in Brazil and it's rescheduled for tonight. Sorry, guys. Really? The Saturday postponed show is today, so it's not possible for right. her to obviously get there for the mm-hmm. Monday okay. night game. I was mostly saying it for you, Mike, because I know how much you love love. Oh, no, I was well aware. This was a few days. Okay. Yeah, I'm, oh, this is? Okay. I already let the tears out for okay. this one. But uh, families are going to have to meet at some point soon, though. Aw. Are they? They're going to have to. I mean, Why? sitting in the church and opposite sides. Yeah. Oh, right. They probably wanted me. Marriage, to wedding That's bells. Nice. All right. Good oh, to know. Boy. Time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. 
Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. We're going to find that out, and I want to remind you that on Monday, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, of course, is brought to you by 191 Virtual Academy. You can uh, Google 191 Virtual Academy to learn more about supporting your child's passion and purpose. 122-120 is the score. It is tight, but uh, Donna, you could potentially be leading after this yeah, week. Yeah, I can. Woo! It's all going to come down to your knowledge of pop culture and the holiday of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. This is a Thanksgiving week. No, this is not good for Today, me. we're doing Thanksgiving movies. Nope. Tomorrow, we're doing Thanksgiving music. Nope. And then Thanksgiving TV to wrap it up on Wednesday. This is not good for me. I'm not a holiday movie kind of person. I am a little bit more, but who knows? Maybe you'll do well. Who knows? Maybe I will. And maybe Justine is super smart when it comes to Thanksgiving movies and wants to help you get a win. We'll find out. Hi, Justine. Welcome to the Don and Steve experience. How are you? I'm pretty good. Oh, how wonderful. Oh, you sound so bubbly. I've had a really hard week. So getting to talk to you guys is sort of a nice break. Oh, Stop it. well, this is good. I'm, I'm sorry that the hard week is a thing that you're going through right now, but we're happy that this can be a bit of a high mark for you. What's going to happen yeah. um, next in your in your day? After you play the game, hopefully partner with the right person and hopefully win a prize, what's next in Justine's day? My brother-in-law is taking me out to have a day cocktail, actually. A day cocktail? Five <laughs> o'clock yes. somewhere, right? That's what I think. A duck tail. Oh, I love it, Steve. I think it's fun. What are you going to do, a Bloody Mary? Or uh, or just like give me a, a beer at lunch? I usually do a vodka cranberry. Oh, okay. Nice choice. A Cape Cod, yeah. if you will. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called a Cape Cod. I didn't know that. Yep. Look at that. Okay. Well, good. We all learned something new. <laughs> Um, with that, Justine, it is now time for you to team up with me or Donna. Thanksgiving movies is the topic today. What say you? Donna. Yay! Okay, that was easy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Justine, you're going to go on hold. Steve's going to work his way out of the studio, and we're going to have a little trivia fun. Okay. Is he still in there? Nope. Okay, good. Okay. He uh, can't hurt us anymore. He can't. He's on his period. <laughs> the bad man's okay. not exactly. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's run through these again. The topic today, Thanksgiving movies. We're going to have Thanksgiving uh, questions all week long, obviously, with it being Thanksgiving week. Let's start with this first one. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Uh, when I, or excuse me, when you heard the category, you likely thought of one movie. This John Candy and Steve Martin 1987 comedy. The Great Outdoors. Finally getting him an Oscar, this film features Al Pacino's character going all out for what he planned to be his final Thanksgiving weekend, but those plans change when he builds a friendship with a college student. Oh, God, come back to that. Uh, This 95 dramedy directed by Jodie Foster shows a dysfunctional family, including Holly Hunter, Robert Downey Jr., and Anne Bancroft, and it shares its name with a Perry Como tune. Oh, come on. Oh, gosh. And is it Uncle Buck or is it The Great Outdoors? I don't know. Uh, this one, uh, Jodie Jody Foster in a comedy. That's not Let's run through. Uh, let's, failure. Uh, uh, it's, no, it's all good. Uh, Justine, you heard her answers. Uh, how did you feel? Uh, well, we'll start on the first one. How do you feel about the first one? The first one's wrong. It's trains, planes, and automobile. 
It's going to change it to planes, trains, and automobiles. Okay. I love that movie. Make that change. Uh, Let's move on to the second one. Then I'll read this for you because I don't think she had an answer for these last two. Finally getting him an Oscar. This film features Al Pacino's character going all out for what he planned to be his final Thanksgiving weekend. Those plans change, though, when he builds a friendship with a college student. It's Scent of a Woman. Okay, you're going to change it to Scent of a Woman. So good. And then finally for the last one, this 95 family dramedy directed by Jodie Foster shows a dysfunctional family including Holly Hunter, Robert Downey Jr., and Bancroft, and it shares its name with a Perry Como tune. Oh, uh, Home for the Holidays. Oh my gosh, Justine. Okay, Justine. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Hold on. You're going to go on hold, Justine. (laughs) Wow. Woo. Oh my God! Don't say anything. I will not say a thing. Wow! I just had a great time off. Unbelievable. Feeling good. Congratulations. <clears throat> Hang on. I okay. went up to Ross, the podcast boss. Okay. I made some bullcrap conversation about Christmas decor in his office, which was cute. <clears throat> and he said, "I want you to give me thirty minutes, and I can tell you the plan for how I can make you governor by the age of 50. That's what he said to you? That is exactly right. Governor. I, I said I said I don't want to do any bullcrap mayoral stuff in between now and then he said we're not we're not going to do you that. You just need some giant scissors. <laughs> Photoshop me into a bunch of ribbon cuttings. But wow. and then I said, is that specific to me, or would you be saying the same thing to Donna if she was here? And he said, Well, where's Donna? I said, She's in the studio. He said it's specific to you. Mm-hmm. Whew, Governor Patterson. Not a chance. You don't think you'd vote for me? Absolutely not. Uh, come on. No. Mike, would you vote for Steve? Not willingly. <laughs> well, every vote counts. There I don't care. All right. Oh, we got it. All right. All right. It is Thanksgiving week. We're doing Thanksgiving movies today. Steve, you ready to give this a roll? Oh, yeah. I'm pumped. All right. Let's start with this first one. Yeah, yeah. When you heard the category, you likely thought of one movie. This John Candy and Steve Martin 1987 comedy. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Finally getting him an Oscar, this film features Al Pacino's character going all out for what he planned as his final Thanksgiving weekend, but those plans change when he builds a friendship with a college student. Scent of a woman. This 95 family dramedy directed by Jodie Foster shows a dysfunctional family including Holly Hunter, Robert Downey Jr., and Anne Bancroft, and it shares its name with a Perry Como song. Hmm. 95 family dramedy directed by Jodie Foster. Home for the Holidays? Anything you like repeated? No. Uh, yeah. I'm going to stick with that. I feel like that's a decent guess. I think. I feel a... like you cheated a little bit. No, did I get him? I don't know. We'll Donna, find out. You feel like I cheated. I was out there mapping out my political future. <laughs> okay. You know what? All right. You had a chance of being lieutenant governor, and you <laughs> blew it. <laughs> you blew it! Let's run through these answers here. Okay. We'll start with the first one. When you heard the category, you likely thought of one movie. This John Candy and Steve Martin 1987 comedy. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is the correct answer. Yeah. Justine knew that one. Good job, Justine. Yeah. I said The Great Outdoors, and then I changed it. And no, I thought, is it Uncle Buck? Uncle Buck? Oh. I forgot. Yeah. yeah it's real, I saw it. It's a great movie. There's a great plot twist at the end, too, with John Candy's character, Dell. His wife is dead. He's referencing her in the in the present tense, right? The whole right. time, Aww. and then she's dead. And there's a scene about pillows too. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> uh, so thanks to Justine, everybody got that one right. Nicely done. We'll All move right. on to the next one. Finally, right. getting him an Oscar. This 
film features Al Pacino's character going all out for what he planned as his final Thanksgiving weekend, but those plans change when he builds a friendship with a college student. Ooh-ah. Ooh-ah. You both nailed it. Scent of a woman. Thank you, Justine. And by you both, I mean oh. Justine and Steve. <laughs> all right, Justine. We go to the final one. This one's tricky. This 95 family oh. dramedy directed by Jodie Foster shows a dysfunctional family, including Holly Hunter, Robert Downey Jr., and Anne Bancroft, and it shares its name with a Perry Como tune. Sheesh. Justine pretty confidently says that's home for the holidays. Steve says it's home for the holidays. You're all right. Wow. Home for the holidays. Oh, hey, no. this was a Justine versus Buzz off. Steve. Let Justine and me do the tiebreaker. I'm, I'm going to. Three. All right, Justine, way to go. Nice showing. Why? Thank you. Means we head to a tiebreaker. It's only because she's on oh, the front end of that drink. That's you right. Know? Yeah, <laughs> we got her on the backside of a Connecticut hopper. What'd you call it? Uh, Cape Cod. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are the three of you ready? Yes. Uh, you know how the, yes, you know yes. how the tiebreaker works? I'm going to start reading the question. At any point, if you think you know it, yell out your name. I'll stop reading the question. You give an answer. If you're right, you win. If you're wrong, your opponent gets to hear the remainder of the question. Here we go. The tiebreaker. Thanksgiving movies. Let's do this one. During an oddly timed Thanksgiving pageant at a summer camp, this character, played by Christina Ricci, wreaks havoc on her Steve. Camp- Steve. Wednesday Adams. Wednesday Adams is the correct answer. Nicely done. Oh, no. Steve got it. She uh, wreaks oh. havoc on her campmate. She burns down the set and tries to, or ties up her counselors in the 1993 movie Adams Family Values. Mm. Wednesday oh, Adams, the correct goodness. answer. I'm sorry, Man. Christine. Justine, Donna. It's oh, Justine. sorry, Justine. Golly. I'm sorry. No, I'm looking at an email that says Christine. I'm sorry. Justine, you know that's my niece's middle name. That's my mom's name. What would you that's say? My mom's name. Oh, that's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Derived from Justin. Justin. Mm. Wow, I'm learning this. Hey, Justine, mm-hmm. listen. We we hope yeah. that you keep hanging in there, and whatever the tough week has been, we love you. Thank you so much for listening, and thanks for calling in. Oh, thank you. I love you guys too. Aww. Have a good day. You too, uh, man. Would have been nice had you won that for her, Donna. She said at the front that she's had a tough week. I know. I know. Could have won her a T-shirt. I feel real bad. Real. So you would have gone over three on that. Huh? Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. Huh? Sorry. Got an email. Oh, yeah. I agree with Donna. Steve, don't ever say on your period. Oh, good to know. Okay, it's not just me. Oh, somebody else says having. Are you having? Yeah, have versus on. That's from Linda. Oh, good to know. Uh, boy, another email subject line quote on your period. Thank you, Donna. Being on your period is completely offensive. My goodness, Steve, get it together. Your period isn't something you get on and off of like a city bus. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds real like a dude who doesn't know anything but like you about the female body. Well, I won't fight you on that. <laughs> um, but would you say I'm on my menstrual cycle? What if you said that? I wouldn't. What would you say with the words menstrual cycle? I probably wouldn't. But if you had period. to. Period. <laughs> I'd say um, I'm experiencing my mental Bull crap, you would. Certainly I would. <laughs> <laughs> That's our fancy word, certainly. That's how you know I'm talking to someone special. <laughs> okay. Certainly. Time for a tip. We don't have time for a tip. Oh, no. So late. Shut it. Drop the music. Right, we'll God. be back. When we come All back, right. Donna's got a tip that'll fit better in the next segment than okay. this one. Hi, friends. What's up? 
It's Stevie Boy. Hey, you know, Black Friday is just around the corner. People waking up early. They'll fight the large crowds. For what? Like, are they saving 20 bucks on these items? 40 bucks? What's going on here? Here's another way that you can spend your Black Friday. Sleep in. Then you go to the Canopy Group's website under your nice cozy blanket. Thecanopygroup.com, by the way. Request a uh, quote, rather, on your home and auto insurance. You don't have to deal with long lines. No tug of war with merchandise. Give me that! None of that. Only better insurance coverage at an average savings of over $800. Then, you know what you can do? You take that $800 in savings. Have your own Black Friday. Maybe next Wednesday you could do it. This savings will continue, by the way. Each and every year, the Canopy Group's 40 professionals shop your coverage with their 16 reputable insurance companies. Some of the big dogs you've heard of, some smaller ones that might be able to better meet your needs. They save you money year in and year out. Think of the great gifts that you could buy with an extra $800 in your pocket. It's time for you to start saving. You know it is. Go to thecanopygroup.com. Hey, we're here. Tell us what you want, what you really, really want. Thank you. A lot of people do in emails. They'll tell us what they want, what they really, really want. Will they? Yeah. Like this person just said, like, basically, can you fix how podcasting works <laughs> on the Internet? And uh, and now Donna, bless your heart, Donna. You're, you're so much nicer than I with emailers. Now Donna feels that even though, like, we're doing a show, we have other duties that we have to do after the show, like, you know, editing the podcast, getting that all together. But Donna, her heart bleeds for this person, and she's like, who could we? Whereas I would read that email and say, I don't know what that problem is. Bye now. I send emails and without I expecting a response. To, and I always try to respond if it's a, you know, respondable situation. Yeah. So what I think is happening with the podcast, you do hour one and two. Mm-hmm. I do hour three. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I finish hour three before you finish two. Yeah, right. And it puts them out of order. And to that, I would say... Suck You'll it. figure it out. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, wow, okay, yeah. suck it is a harsher. I, uh, wow, I used the filter there. And you maybe said I what mean, I really I, thought. No, I was saying what you would Yeah, yeah, okay, maybe I brushed up what I would say. Which is like, you'll figure it out. I believe in you all. It's going to make us better. You know, I was listening to a Seinfeld bit this morning. That's timely. I'm listening to his book. Okay. And I forget what it's called, but it is... I'm listening to it on Audible at one speed, by the way, normal speed. Okay. And he's doing all of these. He's just reading cold. He read this during the pandemic is when he put this book together. And it's just all of his jokes. Every bit that Seinfeld has ever had is in that book. So if you're a comedian or if you have a friend who is doing stand-up or something, this could be a good holiday gift to get them. Get them you can steal Jerry book. Seinfeld's jokes. Okay, <laughs> no, great idea, no, Steve. Donna, they like to read and see. They like, this is why comics like to go to other comics' routines. They like to see what they're doing. How are they thinking? Anyway. God, you're the worst sometimes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about, you know how I was just saying, they're like, just figure it out. You just push another button. You'll get it figured out. I know it's not the most convenient way that it's landing for you, but I believe in you adults. He was talking about how parents these days how back in the old day he grew up in the 60s and it was just you just there's so much coddling now with the parents he said you know why what's wrong with our generation today is parents spend so much attention on their children he was like parents back in my day they didn't even know your name you existed in the same way that a raccoon does they're like we know there's one around here but we can't tell you much beyond that that is funny but he talked about how we were coddling and how they started Putting up um, gutter. Oh my gosh! Why am I struggling with this? Gutter helmets. Gutter. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, gutter balls for for. Yeah, bowling. but what are those called? Gutter guards. 
Put up the guardrails. 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 Okay, fine. But he was like, way to go. As if this is teaching the children anything. So now you've taken out all possibility of them seeing a ball go into a gutter. And he was like, if you really want to serve these children, there should be about three gutters going right across the middle of this lane. And say, there, that's what life is like. Now, good luck. you're three. It was a funny bit. Okay, it's a funny bit. I was laughing out loud in my uh, vehicle this morning. Stretch limo. And I was like, this is funny. Oh, I this thought is you funny took the helicopter stuff. on Mondays. I couldn't because of the fuel All oh, right, your shortage, carbon footprint situation. Which has really impacted me. Do you care about your carbon footprint? Why did I sound like Jiminy Glick at the beginning of that? <laughs> do you care about your, do you care about your carbon footprint? Not as much as I should. If I'm being honest. And I appreciate your honesty there. And I mean, I, I'm not burning my garbage, you know. <laughs> I just, I'm not. I don't either. And I kind of think there's a, it's funny. I go back and forth on the individual ownership that you can teach people, young people in particular, as they grow up so that they are more conscious of the earth and we need to care well for this creation and what can we do to not exacerbate the problems that already exist. But then sometimes don't you think these big A companies out there Uh who are doing so much more that is impacting the environment. It's almost like way you mean in a negative way. It's almost like they then sort of push it onto us. Well, you better put that can back in the blue thing because you're not, otherwise you're not doing your part. But me doing the part, me putting the aluminum can, does it genuinely have a net positive impact that will at all be quantifiable versus all these other companies. Like as long as business exists the way that it does, it's always, don't put it on me. Don't give me my blue bin. They need to change stuff. It's all going to burn. I don't know what my point is. Now that's evident, <laughs> right? But my point is. I was going to say, are we high? I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like sometimes they push it on us. Like now do your part, but I don't know if our part's. Making a difference. We'll make a How difference. How about those people who have no garbage and they don't even use toilet paper? They use a, like a family towel to wipe their butts. <laughs> it's true. Have you heard of these people? I have, they're I don't towel think I've butt heard people. Of the, I don't think they're a towel butt people. No. I think you're making this up. No, there are towel butt people. Hold on. Towel. Where do they live? They live in a house. And so they you have, could just go to this person's house. Can I use your restroom? You walk in there and just see some speckled mess? No, you would get... Yes, I think they go like in a bin and maybe everyone in the family has their own... So to those people, I would want to shake them and I would want to say, no, you listen up. I don't know who got to you, but as long as there are smokestacks... You guys need to wipe your own butts with your own toilet paper. You're not saving the world. This is like a hippy-dippy kind of situation. Okay. I'm saying that my yeah, reaction to that... producing very little garbage. Okay. I, they, they exist. Maybe I'm so being know. cynical. Maybe I'm being cynical no. here. But as long as there are smokestacks, everybody individually wipe your butt. Okay. Because you <laughs> using the family crap cloth is not going to save the planet as long as there are smokestacks! Well, I didn't know I was going to get that kind of reaction. See, this is why I need to run for governor. <laughs> I have to. I'm getting forced into this now. This is great. Oh, gosh. I never got to my tip. You want it? Here's my tip. 
Yes. It's very easy. Okay. Okay. Time for a tip. Okay. Um, there are, have you ever noticed on a grocery cart, grocery store cart, that there are little hooky things in the metal on the side? They're for hooking your bags. So you, if you had a full cart, you can make room for extra bags. Forget it. Doesn't matter. I've never seen a human use whatever this thing is that you're saying, but that's it. That's very good to know. But there's little things on the side for you in case you have a full cart. I'm going to take off. All right. (laughs) We will take a break. When we come back, we will do more of this show with no major changes next. (laughs)